0: Yo, welcome to the Hype Geek Podcast, where we talk about video games and how it influences culture. My name is Ruspin today I'm joined here by Cat Lou, my co-host. What's going on, guys?
1: One note, and actually, it's a little sentimental. This is actually the one-year anniversary of this podcast. Yeah, baby. We officially decided to start this podcast last year, December 18th. So right now it's the 17th, but we posted it on the 18th, mm-hmm. and we'll be posting this podcast tomorrow, so exactly a year anniversary as you guys are hearing it so just want to thank you all for sticking around new listeners old listeners everyone who's been constant viewers and just giving us feedback we really appreciate it and it's why we do this every every week we love it so much it's one of the things that we've been most consistent at this is podcast number yeah. 46 45 45 and given that there's like what 52 weeks in the year we, yeah. we've obviously missed stuff for I mean we would we would supposedly have a couple more if we weren't sick yeah. and we didn't do some like I think we had traveled to San Francisco one time Coachella maybe Coachella we know we saw a no. Coachella one yeah, you're right yeah so we've been pretty consistent at this and we've just been loving it so we just want to thank you guys for sticking around yeah and hearing our stories and just it's always good to be able to and allow us to vocalize everything we're thinking about let out some steam when it comes to the business side but also get some jokes and get some laughs in when it comes into the new side of eSports so yeah, just it's been a pleasure any any thoughts on your end.
0: Yeah, just it, it means so much to us that, you know People value what we're thinking about. Yeah, and, like it, it's nice to feel valued, it's right? A, like it's the, a small community we We're not talking here. into it's an beautiful. echo chamber like pe- yeah. people find value from what we're doing and you know I'm just happy that we're able to provide that right and that mm-hmm. this is not just something random It's something that people look forward to.
1: Yeah, and what we always wanted to do With this podcast besides just talk about the topics of you know how esports influences culture and how gaming is becoming more mainstream that was a big aspect of this topic but if you guys are OG fans and if you guys know a lot about us we are also entrepreneurs and we kind of little like add little tidbits like we talked to you guys about the events we do with FaZe Clan the stuff we do with Adidas and Nike and Capitol Records you guys probably heard all these different stories Mm -hmm. but more on like a very surface level because Everything that we've been doing has been kind of under the works for a long time Um, And and still even now like there's not much we could say that will give you guys a really big explanation of exactly what we do We still want to keep that a little low-key but at the same time we we wanted to tie in like our feelings and our I guess our experiences as entrepreneurs on more of an emotional level. Yeah, because it's something that's a little underrated and I think today's podcast is going to be a little off key in terms of the structure there's not many topics it's the end of the year we kind of want to close it out with our thoughts of being entrepreneurs in the esports scene today our successes our struggles the ups the downs it's been a fucking roller coaster and like Russell and i have known each other for like two years and we've known each other on a business basis but it's really it, longer than that i think it's been well what was it like i think it's around two years Yeah, because Yeah, you're right It was our junior year summer Going into our senior year of college Correct So one year of school And then Mm -hmm. one year after uh, Yeah, maybe a little more than that Two and a half Yeah, like a little over two Two and a half Yeah So it started off like As a business relationship We met through a mutual friend Mm -hmm. And To me, it didn't really mean much Because it was like all right, we're still in school This is going to be like A school project pretty much We're going (laughs) to do this on the side (laughs) I didn't know this Yeah, like I mean like, yeah It's junior year Like, I just met you (laughs) Yeah It's like I remember texting Arjun, who who he was like, "What do you think of the project?" And all I texted back was like, "I mean, it doesn't hurt to do it, right?" That's so funny. Yeah, I was was just like, "I can't see a reason not to at this point." Yeah, I'm still in school, like I don't need to worry about all this stuff. I could just do this on the side and explore my newfound opportunity in esports because I've always been a gamer, but I didn't know that. Like it's funny because in college I was still struggling to figure out what I wanted to do Yeah, I knew I was a massive gamer But I didn't know the esports industry had a job for me out there like that Yeah, I didn't even once consider the fact that I wanted a job in esports right it never crossed my mind Even though I was on YouTube watching FaZe Clan watching all these different people it never crossed my mind So like when it came up, I was like, yeah, I'm just gonna try it Um, but through like through that beginning to like now we' we're, we're, we're just like we I think we've just grown so much as people yeah and entrepreneurs
0: that it's really interesting to look back and just see how far it's been that's so funny you know the podcast was kind of like designed for people to learn more about us but I'm learning more about you as well yeah that's so interesting and i I guess like to start off the
1: conversation, what would you say in the past year let's just cover the year because the two years before like the year before that was uh, there, there will be a lot more to unpack. Yeah, I guess maybe just as a, as a lifetime as an entrepreneur with us too. Maybe mm-hmm. it could be the past two years. Let's try to focus more on the last year What would you say was the biggest success for you? with
0: damn
1: like over the year
0: of over the course of the of
1: us um, Together us together, but like let's focus on this past year just okay. as the recap.
0: I would say this year the biggest success was the Coachella Adidas face yeah, clan. That I was, was gonna just say. absurd.
1: So, if you guys didn't know, you guys could listen to the podcast. I think, did we just say Face Cello was the yeah, fucking was podcast phase name? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, that episode was us going to Coachella, doing an um, activation for Adidas at their massive estate. Mm-hmm. We got an Airbnb to to stay at while we're doing that event, and we just invited Face Clan with us to to just go to the festival with us. That and was really awesome. That was one of like the craziest. Probably like the top craziest weekend of my, my entire fucking
0: <laughs> life. too, yeah. It was actually pretty really crazy. It, it was absurd.
1: It was, it, it wasn't because we're partying with Phase Clan, doing all this stuff. But it was the first time where in my career, I felt I had the perfect balance of exactly what I wanted. Yeah. Right. It was, I'm actually being productive here. Yeah. Making money here. Yeah. But also like having the time of my fucking life. Yeah. Right. And like, it's, it's going from being able to, like I said, I, I watched all these guys, you know, before I even got into esports like I watched FaZe Clan I wasn't like a massive fanboy or anything but I knew who they were like I, I enjoyed their content FaZe Attach, who were like really close friends with now I was literally a fan of accuracy I was a fan <laughs> of so those little milestones and marks were really cool for me to see I'm able to get this far in this industry though I don't have this specific check mark of like my company being like massively successful yeah. I am working towards these different goals and seeing myself Before this job and now where I am, it's like something I always want to do interact with these people But also do exactly
0: what I like. It was a great like Changing of the guard for us. Mm -hmm. It really You said this it proved to us that like We are a force, you know, we we are doing something here. Yeah,
1: and I I guess like
0: It's it's kind of corny but
1: that that advice of just like being an entrepreneur is just like super tough at times but it's like those moments that you just gotta fucking appreciate yeah and i remember like that was the first time after a long time of like a long year we were like mid fundraise at that point i remember like, we like, even, like at, even at yeah, coachella right. we were just like in the depths of it early to mid yeah. yeah early to mid um but that was just like you know like fuck being too stressed about all that stuff you know you mm-hmm. gotta celebrate the small victories but also as you're struggling it shouldn't be a Super depressing time You're an entrepreneur If you guys are entrepreneurs out there Or aspiring entrepreneurs I'm not a fucking master I can't give you the fucking advice That you might need
0: Go listen to Tony Robbins If that's the case but with my experience It comes with the territory Yeah Like You want the big wins Yeah You gotta take the big pitfalls Yeah there.
1: When you are struggling Just know that it's just fucking part of it's it. It's normal.
0: Yeah. You Even though I don't believe in. it yeah. right now, it is normal. <laughs> yeah. I know it's normal, but it's not helping me.
1: Yeah. yeah. You just kind of got to bask in it. You know, it's part of like the process. And if you're not struggling, then you're probably not doing something right as right. well. Right. If everything's just fucking golden sh- sunshines, then you should double check yourself because maybe you're not working hard enough. Mm-hmm. Maybe like, uh, it's very rare that you're always happy. Yeah um but again like try to try to have a balance i i can't give you the best life advice right now i don't want to preach to you guys too much but with my experience when i when it's moments like that all right enjoy these small victories don't worry too much about the struggles because that's going to be part of any process outside of entrepreneurship outside of all this it's just to grow and move on from there
0: yeah i'll tell you something with our pop-up um we were so stressed out during it yeah but then now like i look at snapchats back then or pictures i'm like damn that was so cool that was sick yeah yeah such a cool experience
1: yeah so again just for a recap it wasn't in 2019 but we did our pop-up in 2018 yeah it was the
0: world's first esports gym yeah
1: so esports gym as a place where you pay monthly membership you go there and you game wherever you want we had like what was it 30 stations Mm -hmm. that we got sponsored we grinded for the sponsors absurd we got a sick venue in downtown LA I can't believe we got all that stuff sponsored yeah I really did yeah looking back at it it's cool to see the accomplishments because at the time it feels very minuscule. It's mm-hmm. just like, all right, we gotta do this. We got the sponsorships. What's next? What's next? What's next? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But we got a venue like five minutes from Staples Center. Yeah. We threw like a dope ass after party for E3. We had like a ton of different influencers come out. We got some memberships. Like, of course, like not everything went completely as planned. Mm-hmm. Like struggles where we couldn't open a month or as early as we wanted to. Yeah. Like, we had a month delay during build out because it was literally me and Rustin hand building tables and chairs <laughs> like dead ass i built th- like if you guys have like um dx racer chairs or like these rain or gaming yeah. chairs we had our sponsor was uh, verti-gear. vertigear chairs and me single handedly sat there for f- i think it was like five hours <laughs> th- for two days yeah like five hours each day <gasps> building 30 chairs that was tough dude i got like I, that was like Louis... no air conditioning yeah that was a definition of Actual blood, sweat, and tears yeah. into a physical venue. But it was super cool, it was super worth it. And looking back at it, it's just, it's just amazing. But the pop up was something that was like super special. It just wasn't this year. So, I mean, like, yeah. It was, yeah. So, moving on, I would agree. Like, Coachella would be like one of the big, businesses that's successes. what you would agree with yeah. me on that. Got it. I'm trying to think. I mean, we did really cool stuff with like Caval Records, Adidas, Nike,
0: but those aren't in the year.
1: Yeah, it was Caval Records.
0: 2019? Oh, I guess not. Yeah, no. yeah, I guess not. Those were all 2018. Yeah, 2018. If you were to is ask cool, me, 2018, yeah. well, 2018 was our pop up. Yeah. So 2018, we had our pop up. Then we did, um, we did, uh, all my friends' music festival. That's right. Then we um, 88 Rising. 88 Rising. And then we consulted the executives of Nike came to LA, asked us to consult them on esports, and we got free shoes out of it, and it was absurd. <laughs> yeah. But, like, that was an insane highlight that I still don't oh, even...
1: yeah, 2018
0: was all... Damn, 2019 flew by. I feel like we did so much in 2018. We did... It didn't even really process to me. Yeah. Like, we did that with Nike. Oh, and I flew to Adidas, presented to yeah, Adidas the same thing. Yeah, and then we did the Adidas Coachella And we thing. also
1: did... Um, <clears throat> we went to Vegas. Vegas. We did two... We did Esports Summit. Where yeah. You spoke at the panel. Yeah. And we got a sick-ass room at the Cosmo. Yeah. That was fucking crazy. Dude, that was cool. Yeah, like, 2018 was filled. CWL Vegas. 2019, again, we won't tell you too much about the business, but we were fundraising for so much of it.
0: We were basically fundraising for eight months out of 2019.
1: Yeah, and even though it blurred together, there are many moments where it was definitely cool. Like, I got to travel around LA. We Mm -hmm. even took a trip to San Francisco for a week, and we were able to take cool meetings. Like, sitting at a table with... Some of the top venture funds.
0: Yeah. I don't know if you want to say names. Um, Say your favorite one. Just The me. favorite meeting that I had yeah. out of all the yeah. venture meetings that I've yeah. had. Shoot. I've had so many meetings. I'm trying to think. I could, I could give you one. Sequoia. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I didn't want to flex that, but. No. Yeah, like, that was cool. It was a cool meeting. Yeah. Just again, like I sitting think what at was the cool table was with those like, people is just crazy. Like letting them. Yeah. Like the privilege of you and what was them cool was that your, t- your, your project, your idea. Yes. It's just beautiful.
0: What was cool was one, getting the meeting, which is very difficult. But then, two, was the fact that we've gotten meetings with other funds and we've gotten rejected by a lot of people. But the, the feedback we got wasn't the feedback that you would get from someone who just didn't believe in it it was constructive feedback come back to me when you're ready type thing so like i think yeah i think sequoia was really awesome i think 2019 was soup is has been super difficult yeah because i think what happened in 2019 was that well there's two sides to it it's a double-edged sword the bad side was that we faced reality. Yeah, reality check. Yeah, big reality check. Mm. But the good side of it is that, how old are you? 23. Okay, I'm 24. Yeah. We've built a business. We've built a name for ourselves in a brand new space. If anyone were to come to us and ask us to build something, anyone would come to us and ask us to build something in esports. We've built an insane depth of knowledge and connections in the space right like the people that we've worked with at our how old were you when we did the Nike thing 21 i think 21 yeah i think i was I had just turned 22 yeah i don't think i've ever heard of anyone in my entire life doing that before yeah okay so like well yes we got a reality check we are m- really far ahead of ourselves. Yeah,
1: we, we're well equipped. I think yeah. my dad said it best. And my dad being someone who's not very well aware of the eSports space, I think I told you guys it's hell funny. Like he, he's pretty Americanized, but again, like any parent doesn't really get it. He would send me articles when he would see stuff about eSports blowing up and he would like finally understand what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. But like he saw me grow through this process because I've been in L.A. and I, know I went to college in L.A. as well. So he saw me as a high school graduate being a little introvert, not really knowing what to do with my life. To coming back two years after college when I visit him and just being the person I am now doing what I'm doing he said if you're able to put on paper and words what you've accomplished so far like how like how I've seen you grown you can get any job you want you could do whatever you want yeah because that's just like this intangible like even like this non quantitative growth you know it that some people just can't really see but I feel it in myself and it's cool to get that validation from your parent who obviously knows yeah. you best so like yeah like there's definitely the difficulties that came with it but there's so many cool things that like e- it's almost a two sided thing you know you, you got it's either just sit in the devastation or whatever negative things that might have happened yeah or you look at the good sides and obviously we're not saying this entire year was fucking devastated like we learned thing, a you know, lot trying to be positive
0: yeah. it's we like, learned a lot through pain like yeah. it, that I just want to be honest yeah. we learned a lot through failure by the way you're on your path to being a lego master builder like basically have you've seen lego movie like there's the people there's the master builders Mm. who they don't need a manual they just in their mind they see everything in so like we've (laughs) done by building this ourselves we can take that tool set to do whatever it is that we want to do
1: yeah so that those are all the positive sides like yeah we're shaping our minds in a way that you know we're, we're not like in denial or anything and we're not saying like this entire year has been like more failures than successes yeah i would say it's like you know it's even it's an entrepreneurial life it's literally a roller coaster of emotions there are funds and there are people that really believe in you and there's people that just don't believe in you and it's all about like getting the right team getting the right understanding getting in your head what you want to do and figuring it out from there but let's move on to the next topic of like we talked about the good things and now we're kind of talking about the bad things
0: uh, or just something
1: that you struggled with maybe not like a specific failure, but what did you struggle
0: with this year? What did I struggle with this year? The reason that I'm drawing a blank, I'm not drawing a blank. The reason I'm pausing is because there's a lot that I could say that I feel like I failed at. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I failed. Well, I think all my failures are at the root of one failure. I think the root of my failures was that I didn't take the time to really get down and dirty and think about the business from the perspective of it being a business Mm -hmm. instead of it being like like I think my problem was I wanted to create a business and then I worked backwards from there Mm. instead of trying to find the opportunity and then build something off of that gotcha. I think that's the root of all my mistakes because and I'm saying my own because I know that it's like it, it was ego driven right like I wanted to do something a certain way and so I didn't see pitfalls because I was letting my ego blind me and I guess like that's a very negative and like very defeating and attacking way of seeing it, mm-hmm. a less attacking way of seeing it is like, it's just like 23, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck, <laughs> yeah, what do you it's... expect from me <laughs> fuck Fuck everyone honestly, <laughs> like fuck that entire like everything, that you know a turn
1: for... <laughs> no it's true though it's very true, I think inexperience is one
0: thing, but the only thing that they, they get anyone can say anything that they want but the one thing that No one can say is that we don't work our fucking asses off, Mm -hmm. and we don't give up. That's the only thing that I would. That's the one thing that I want to take. Want to be known for. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I think it's it's one thing to be inexperienced, but it's also a good thing
1: for you to look at that inexperience as a lesson, as like, all right, where where did I go wrong? Which is all right. I built this business in a way that shouldn't have it built. been built because you, it was a little bit of ego driven, right? Yeah, and those aren't obviously learnings you could understand right away. Yeah, it's the inexperience, but being able to trace back and look about it in an honest light rather than continually
0: lying to yourself, yeah, is always good. Yeah, the facing. So basically, it's facing reality. Facing reality, but facing being a hyper realist. I I read this summer, but basically, like facing reality, but not giving up on the dream. So yeah. now that we faced reality, understanding how do we Work backwards and try and right the ship. Yeah. Because we still have that opportunity to do yeah. so. Yeah, what about you? Yeah, for me, it would be.
1: I think I struggled a lot with being too negative, hmm. I would say. Yeah, it would be too negative with any decision. When there was a decision.
0: Seems like we're flipping now.
1: Yeah. No, positions. I I was a, I was about to talk to you about this off podcast, yeah, because I, I realized it like very recently, where every and I always saw this trait honestly as a good thing for me, yeah, because whenever anyone came to me with an idea, and whenever I came to myself with an idea, and I would think like is oh, this a good idea, it. the first thing I did was ask why it wouldn't work, mm-hmm. and I thought of it as a good trait of mine at first because I felt that if I were to come up with a good idea, that means it's great. You know, like n- I poked so many holes in it that no one could find holes in it that yeah. I've built exactly what that's kind of work I'm right now. Yeah. So I-, I thought that that was like the way to go. Yeah. And that's why my friends always came to me with stuff. Cause they thought I was very critical of these different things. And, yeah. but at the same time, there is this lack of longevity with that mindset because outside of work, you start to be critical with yourself in unhealthy ways you start to poke holes in other factors like even when you're doing work and you come with the idea the first thing i think is like now nah, that won't work hmm. and then i move on from there but what if i were to think like and even just go a layer further and, and ask like why it should work and frame it in my head of this positivity aspect i like read everything's this th- possible yeah like everything's possible right like it, it sounds silly at first and that's why i didn't like that mindset but there are many times where when I, it's almost like manifesting, and you had yes, this mindset going I, into the business. Yeah,
0: i it's, had this mindset up until probably two, three weeks ago. So like,
1: it to to know a little bit more about me and Rustin when we first started this business. Rustin was like the manifest like just close your eyes say it'll happen it'll fucking happen let's look at the best possible outcome and it'll, it'll occur yeah and for me like I call myself a hound which was no like let's look at all the things that won't work so we could prevent any failures yeah but I think it's starting to shift now because I, I read this I read this tweet once it was actually funny I think Valkyrie the streamer retweeted it it was a Twitter thread which where someone was like um, list down a like comment down below Your best learnings from therapy. So everyone gets a free therapy session. Yeah, and the one of the first ones was that like With every single possible outcome There are always two sides the positive and the negative It's human nature and reaction to immediately think of the negative side But if you shift towards a positivity light, you might find some more happiness Yeah, so I started to try that and one of my new year's resolution going to this next year is to do that if there is if there are two routes to take I'm gonna just try to take the positive route for now on yeah cuz I know that at least if it doesn't work at least I'm more happy doing it yeah cuz regardless or not if it's gonna work or not work some of it's out of my control but at least it's how I react to it right right one of the biggest learnings I've had this now like maturity I would say I'm not trying to be a no all or anything no but it, like there's so many things outside of work that
0: you can't control but it's how you react to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've thought that way for a long time. Yeah, Probably like... Majority of my life. Mm-hmm. Not to say that I haven't thought the current way that I'm feeling at certain points in my life. Maybe like nine hours a day, I feel one way. One hour a day, I feel this way. But what I'll say is... It's great. It's like shoot for the moon, you lay on the stars kind of mentality. Mm-hmm. But what happens is over time if you're constant for for me personally, constantly shooting for the moon it's going to get really disappointing that you're not managing because you're not taking in reality into account and expectations and it just becomes disheartening to the point that you're like I don't even want to shoot anymore because I haven't hit the moon at all right? Like, I don't know it's i don't know what the answer is
1: that's crazy we're literally having a shift right now yes yeah. i i used to think the same thing is why i didn't do it because if i look back at my childhood there were very there are many times where i've just been so disappointed just to like stupid shit like not having the best birthday party i wanted right i remember i actually had a shitty yeah. birthday party and that like me and my brother both in our heads like let's just not expect too much yeah because when you don't expect too much... Then you're not disappointed. Then you're not disappointed. Just set your expectations low so if it, like, surpasses, then you'll be even more happy. Yeah. Like, it sounded like such a logical way to go about life... Yeah. ...that it just made sense. And I did that for a majority of my life. Yeah. But this year, I just felt that I started to get more anxious because it was... It was out- getting There were it. so many things that were outside of my control that even if i were to think negatively on it it would still not happen right like there are things that i can't do except it's how i react to it like i said so i'm thinking if i'm able to just put it in my head as a thing that's like you know let's think positively of this be aware of all the different negative outcomes that could possibly be there but frame your mind in a way that is just reacting positively
0: yeah i think um I just want to be candid. I think the fundraise broke me. Mm -hmm. Um, When I was trying out for USC's football team, I made the team. And then what led to my failure was thinking that one, I didn't belong there. And two, the fact that I didn't, because I didn't think I belonged there because I wasn't good enough or whatever it was, it caused it to become a reality. It became a self-fulfilling prophecy. Mm -hmm. So like, I could be doing that to myself again right now where like I could be thinking that you know by being negative I'm like causing my own downfall I don't know I have no idea I could could just it could just be not related to this situation what I do know is that the fundraise broke me and I if I'm gonna if I want to because we spent so much time, I don't even know if I should be saying this on the pod, but we've talked about this. Because we spent so much time, I want to make sure that if we're gonna spend more time, that this doesn't happen again. Yeah, that's that's what I want to do. So yeah. that's why I'm being more negative. Yeah, and, be, and poking more holes. No, in the next step of what we're doing.
1: I agree. I just think that we see it as now. Now that I'm looking at it in that light of the fundraise we both came and went into the fundraise with our own mindset me thinking negative so I could save myself you thinking positive so that you could shoot for the stars after that phase ended we both introspected looked inside and thought, <laughs> you know like wow like those two mindsets didn't make either of us happy and they're really again like I said in that tweet there are only two ways of thinking about it so I started to think all right you know I wasn't that happy during it even when I was being negative so let me try being positive and you're okay. thinking you know let me try being this and of course it's to each their own right there's no one right way to live yeah. your life like there really isn't so it just kind of think- makes sense that that phase changed us a little bit in a way that we are starting to get a different perspective which is always good right when there's failures in business or in life then being honest to yourself and trying to shift around and see where you're comfortable is mm-hmm. what you need to do. And again, it's not to say that our business, like some of you guys know exactly what we're doing with the business. It's not to say that we're completely failing at all. Yeah, In any No, we're not. We are talking about good opportunities. We're talking, about, we're talking about the hardships, yeah, yeah. Like, but, about like the hardships right now. Yeah. And it sounds really bad, but we are, we're just trying to introspect to give you guys our insight of being entrepreneurs. And I think talking about the struggles is what will allow you guys hopefully to get some learnings from it right yeah that like if you are doing what we're doing somewhat similar in the field somewhat similar on the grind that it's so fucking normal to continually be confused of how you think about different things Mm -hmm. and again want to reiterate like we're only two and a half years into this i guess that is kind of
0: long uh it's it is a we if someone goes up to you you know it's like the tough platoon or whatever in Spongebob. What's the oh, name yeah. of the bucket place? Yeah. What is that called? How tough are you? You know, and he yeah, asked yeah, him how yeah, tough yeah, he is. Yeah. We used to go, we've been on a startup for two and a half years. Our fundraise took eight months. Like, we did all this stuff. We're like, all right, you're in. Like, we have, t- we are, we have definitely gone through it yeah we, we've gone through it for sure um, I, just, I just
1: don't want to like obviously people are going through a lot more yeah. don't yeah, want to minimize course. those yeah. things
0: but like we don't have people suing us yeah, or anything relative
1: yeah. to our own things yeah. like we feel that the feelings that we have are deep enough to share because I think towards the beginning of the podcast we're just like yeah we should talk about our stories but preaching like the fucking Tony Robbins bullshit what nah, I want to stray so far away from Like, yeah, I, I'm not nearly at that level I'm not like but I think just being very transparent with our stories
0: is it's cathartic for us. Mm -hmm. And then also because you guys know us on a more personal level, or at least you feel like you do because you hear our voices every week. Mm -hmm. Hopefully what we're saying sinks in better take something away from it. I would say big takeaway from what I learned that I hope other people take away is to make sure that what you're building is providing value to people. Mm -hmm. Cause if it is, then you don't need to worry about investors. You don't need to worry about all these different gizmos All you need to worry about is making sure that you're providing that value to as many people as possible, constantly. Sounds simple. It really does. But it's difficult. But again, it's
1: like... What would you say your takeaway is? My takeaway is just... The positive mindset? The perspective. Perspective and understanding the journey of it constantly changing. Your perspective constantly
0: changing. It's constantly changing, so why not feel good instead of bad?
1: Not just that. I think, because I agree with you, right? It's not about... Because you're not... I'm not saying you're actively (laughs) feeling bad about yourself now. You're being more critical yeah right but it's about accepting those changes and being honest with yourself and to your point looking back at that inexperience and trying to find ways to improve it because like you said finding value to customers sounds like the core and the easiest thing for any business right obviously Mm -hmm. if you're starting a business you think that you have value for people that's a given but it's the way you go about it we thought about it in a way that obviously or not obviously it just supposedly didn't work. Yeah. We need
0: stress tested enough for other people. Mm-hmm. We felt we stress tested enough for yeah. ourselves, but it, it's important yeah. that it's enough for other people yeah. too.
1: And we just went back and we're starting to learn that process and uh, moving forward, we're going to implement all those things. We're going to test it so much yeah. that no one can say anything. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> For ourselves too. It's, yeah. it's, it's always good to... To understand it
0: for yourself or moving forward. All right, Kat, I promise to you that I'm going to be fucking 200% extremely positive for this timeline that we've mentioned. Positive or critical? Positive. Positive. And critical, but not 200% critical because I've been kind of like that. Yeah. I'm going to be 200% positive. I think it's. I have my hand out. You got to shake it. Oh, it's pretty far. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There. And I said it on the podcast too. Because what I regret is that when the negative mindset that I had after I made the team, because I didn't get to enjoy anything and I caused my own issues. Granted, leaving the team caused me to go down the path of entrepreneurship. But I would rather have had in that time period, happiness, joy, excitement, tried my hardest then did what i did so i don't want to repeat that yeah that's why i made that promise and
1: it sounds like what we're saying is we're making 180 shifts in our lifestyle and and our thoughts and our perspectives but it's never gonna leave like that my critical mindset isn't i'm not a different person Mm -mm. like all i did was go through a fundraise that didn't go as planned yeah i that's it like that's not the end of the world yeah when you say it like that yeah it's more of like we have now added this new understanding into our pokedex that we've learned and we're gonna apply pokedex, it in certain like scenarios that. right yeah so just that's pretty much everything of being an entrepreneur is just adding shit to your back pocket so you're able to pull it out in the best scenario and some of the best entrepreneurs have the biggest toolkits or are able to bring out the best skills needed for that scenario. Yep, and that's pretty much it. And that that really comes through experience. So, that's everything that I would say. Not everything, but that's a majority of my learnings of twenty nineteen. And we're leaving a lot out. I think if we were to talk about everything, it would be like long podcast, a four hour podcast. But you guys heard our successes this year. You guys heard some of the failures or disappointments this year and you guys heard how we grew from it Mm -hmm. and if it helps anyone even if it's not advice but more so we're here on this journey with you of just growing then this podcast was worth it it was worth doing it for a year yeah so Apologies if this wasn't the format you're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the new Xbox came out. Or already got announced. Yeah, yeah. You can Google that. Yeah, Xbox. It's uh, just it's a 20, new Xbox. Everyone's yeah, shitting on it. It looks like a refrigerator. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's it. That's it for this the podcast. podcast. Hypeke podcast season one yes. twenty nineteen. We'll come back with the season two. Maybe with some like cool edits or something. Cool edits and yeah. great news. Episode yeah. one all right we're Th- taking break for what two weeks two weeks we'll be back january because of holidays yeah so merry christmas everyone merry christmas happy new year happy new year set your resolutions look back on this year like we did and look about your successes and your failures and just go into 2020 this new decade with something new so that's all for now Let's Let's be Thank you happy, for happy and bring that joy forward yeah we love Let's you guys it.
0: love you Peace peace